0: My name is Jim Bob. Uh, I'm the attorney for the plaintiffs uh, that include several uh, people who have sued anonymously who were signers of, of uh, referendum petitions in the state of Washington. Uh, they wanted to place on the ballot uh, the adoption of a law by the legislature uh, in order to overturn that law by a vote of the people and the law concerned uh, providing uh, all the rights and benefits of marriage to those who uh, and get, who uh, have civil uh, uh, unions uh, in Washington. And the referendum was called, uh, and that law was called the uh, Everything But Marriage Law. Uh, this case involves uh, whether uh, it is constitutional under the First Amendment of the United States Constitution for the state of Washington to make public uh, the 138,000 Uh, Petition names and addresses uh, that were filed in order to get this Referendum 71 on the ballot. Uh, uh, When the signatures were being uh, sought uh, by the Referendum Committee here, uh, there were several organizations that requested from the Secretary of State uh, the petitions once they were filed uh, in order to post them on the Internet and encourage people to have, quote, personal, and uncomfortable conversations with them, end of quote. Uh, And, of course, the backdrop is that several of those same organizations uh, had obtained the contribution list of those who had contributed to Proposition 8 in California and uh, had launched uh, a campaign of harassment and intimidation uh, as a result of the publication on the Internet of the names and addresses of those people Uh, including on one website the map questing of all of those individuals so that you could drill down and uh, find uh, the the house and go to the house of people who had contributed to the Proposition 8. And we have submitted in the record of this case uh, three affidavits of those who had uh, been uh, publicly identified uh, with the uh, Washington uh, Referendum 71, Uh, Who had uh, been suffered severe harassment, including uh, death threats, such that the uh, the leader of the uh, proposition—I mean, sorry—the leader of the referendum 71 and uh, referendum committee, uh, Larry Stickney, uh, had his family uh, sleep at night in the living room so they would not be exposed uh, at their bedrooms uh, to the public street uh, because of fear of danger uh, uh, to his family as a result of these threats. In addition, uh, of the hundreds of people who suffered harassment as a result of posting the Proposition 8 uh, information on the Internet, we uh, submitted affidavits of over 50 people who had personally been victimized by that campaign of harassment. Uh, The claim in the case is that the First Amendment protects the uh, right of these people to Sign these petitions without public disclosure. Of course, the petitions are circulated for the limited government purpose of, uh, of, of ensuring that uh, the state, uh, that any referendum has uh, sufficient public support uh, so that uh, the state will not be wasting its money on conducting an election for the referendum. Uh, that limited per- public purpose does not require. Uh, the public disclosure and that is of these names and that has been demonstrated in the state of washington because for over a century uh with initiatives and referendums in those states these names have been held uh confidential and had never been subject to public disclosure until 2006 when the current secretary of state changed the state's policy and uh, began disclosing some of these uh, petitions. Uh, under the First Amendment, the First Amendment protects the rights of individuals from uh, harassment and intimidation from uh, in exercising of political rights. Uh, in addition, uh, it protects the right of citizens from uh, compelled uh, compelled speech, including compelled disclosure of the identity and beliefs of uh, individuals and compelled disclosure of their private associations. And, of course, the court in many cases has protected these rights of privacy and from and from consp- compelled speech and protection against intimidation in cases uh, where the Ku Klux Klan had uh, tried to in- uh, intimidate black voters, where the state of Alabama had won the membership list of the NAACP in the 1940s and when Mrs. McIntyre wanted to anonymously express her views on a school bonding uh, referendum, uh, of course, the signing of this uh, these petition uh, is a written uh, political statement. Uh, it's a statement that uh, a uh, that they at least that the signer wants uh, the law that has been passed by the legislature to be subject to vote. Uh, by the people on whether or not the law should be become the law of the state, and uh, in all of these instances, the court has uh, ensured that uh, any law uh, that uh, uh, that burdens political speech or people's right of a private association or the right against compelled disclosure of their political uh, I- their identity and political beliefs has subject these laws to what's called strict scrutiny, which requires very compelling governmental interests to justify the disclosure. Uh, The two interests asserted by the state here are um, uh, voter information and uh, prevention of fraud. Uh, Neither of these seem substantial. Uh, Very few voters would care who signed these petitions. It's really a marginal information that the, the voter gains uh, versus what the law would actually be if the referendum was adopted, and the state has uh, provides no mechanism for individuals uh, of the members of the public to uh, have any role in verifying the signatures. Uh, that is done completely by uh, officers of the state, either the secretary of state or judicial officers, if a review is sought by that. Uh, Finally, the state claims that uh, this is an act of, uh, this is a legislative act, and somehow or another that means that that First Amendment protections of political speech don't apply. Uh, However, uh, this is the people acting in their sovereign capacity, not as representatives of the people. It's certainly reasonable to have the legislators uh, operate in public uh, because they're going to be held accountable to the voters. But the... The voters acting as sovereigns uh, are not responsible to anyone uh, in terms of their vote on such things. And if that argument was accepted, that would mean uh, that uh, the voting on the adoption of the referendum and initiative would have to be done in public uh, ultimately because that's the ultimate uh, adoption uh, of the law. So we are asking – the the preliminary injunction was issued by the lower court – Preventing release of the uh, of these petitions, and we are asking uh, the Ninth Circuit had reversed, so we are asking the Supreme Court to affirm, reverse the Ninth Circuit and affirm the uh, entrance of the preliminary injunction to protect uh, these people from harassment and intimidation.